0: After years and years of media and magazines telling us that we need to be dieting or not eating carbs, not lifting weights, or basically not enjoying life if we want to be the perfect size two, we've finally learned that that is not the right way to live. So today we're going to talk about how to make a truly lasting impact on your health with fitness and nutrition. And here to discuss that with me is my good friend and personal trainer and business partner, Kristen Wentworth. Thanks to Cozy Earth for supporting Curating Cozy. It's no secret that I love to be comfy at home and away, and Cozy Earth has made staying comfortable even easier. Cozy Earth has the best bedding and pajamas. Climbing into my bed with their bamboo sheets makes me feel like I'm checking into a luxury hotel. I know nice pajamas and bedding can feel like a big investment, so Cozy Earth makes it super easy to try out their products with a 30 day free trial and a 10 year warranty. To get 40% off of your entire purchase, go to cozyearth.com and use my code CURATING COSY podcast. Your coziest night's sleep is waiting for you. Now let's dive into my conversation with Kristen. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How How are are you?
1: you?
0: (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks.
1: I apologize if it's very windy sounding here. I'm sure you're
0: feeling it too. Yes. It's It's so windy today in Sacramento. I know. Yeah. It's very annoying to me. (laughs) Yeah. I had to drive earlier, and it was one of those days where you can just like feel the car. Like you have to hold yes. the steering wheel a little bit tighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I I really, it's days like this where I'm glad that there's not anywhere far that I need to go because yeah. I. I really don't like driving in windy weather.
1: And it's so beautiful. It's so deceiving because it looks so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, today would be a perfect day to go on a run. But then I hate running in the wind, like more than any other type of weather.
0: Yes, I (laughs) know. I did a a run a couple weeks ago when it was super windy. And I swear, like a solid, almost mile of my of my run was like running into the wind. Uh. And I was like, and I was like, (laughs) I feel so slow. I can't yes, do this. the worst. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. And then I turned and I was like, maybe this will be better, but it was really just blowing me sideways. So yeah. it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't help much.
1: Yes, exactly. Like when you're driving the car, you're like trying to keep your gait a little bit straighter than normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm getting stronger at the same time. So right, whatever. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, Okay. I'm so excited to have you here. I've wanted to do this for so long. Um, So before we really get into the rest of it, even though we've already started talking about (laughs) fitness, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story? Sure. So my name
1: is Kristen. Um, I am runfitmama on Instagram. I tried to pick my three favorite things in the world and put them together. So that's why (laughs) that is my name. Um, I was not, I hate the word, like I was so unhealthy, but I truly was my, my lifestyle was unhealthy in college. Um, but I was always very fascinated by nutrition and fitness. Like I would watch biggest loser and I loved to watch people work out. Um, I loved learning the science behind nutrition, but I just couldn't find myself to change my lifestyle in a way where I could reflect that passion. And so, yeah, Which was, you know, very kind of frustrating. And so I would get in these modes where I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. And I'm going to go to the gym for three (laughs) hours. And I would like excite myself up, like hype myself up that I was going to do this, stay up till one in the morning, pack my gym bag, and four o'clock in the morning would come back. And I'm like, girl, no, you're not doing that. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so for me, what really started was I started going to a boot camp that's like 30 minutes from... Uh, where Kathleen and I live now, and uh, made friends with the trainer that uh, ran that boot camp. And I kind of told him my little, you know, my dirty little secret of the fact that I really did want to be a trainer also, but I didn't really feel like I had the lifestyle to support that. And so he just kind of encouraged me to take the leap and um, open my own boot camp. And that's how I met you.
0: And here we are 11 years later. (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. It's it's crazy to think how long. I mean, I other than swimming and water polo, um which is kind of another thing that we have in common that we both yes. did water sports when we were younger. Yeah. Um I've never like stuck with any fitness routine ever that you know, other than the sports. Mm-hmm. Um until boot camp. That's awesome. <laughs> and here we are almost 8 years later. Yes, that's crazy. It really is crazy. I don't. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Where did they go? I know. Um, yeah, you were. I when we met you, you were pregnant with your oldest daughter, Emma. I know. I know. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah and crazy. you know,
1: the first few years of doing boot camp, I was hustling. I mean, I still. It's so funny. A lot of my clients. You were
0: always hustling.
1: That is so funny to me because I guess in my, I guess I have imposter syndrome. I I've learned this oh, about yeah. myself. A hundred percent. I feel like uh, someone is going to come by and be like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And um, so, when I first started doing boot camp, I worked as a swim coach. I worked for Mm -hmm. WIC, which is something in California where basically food stamps. I would like help with policies and stuff like that. Um, And I slowly became. I would slowly take one-on-one clients so I could just do this full time. But um, but yeah, so it's been this long process and now it's, it's evolved to this plus online coaching, which is awesome in a COVID yeah. world. So,
0: yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I know that you started your training to be a trainer, uh, <laughs> kind of in the, in college and that's what got you started, but, you know, being an athlete and truly not just like a leisure athlete. I mean, you were a very, very high-class athlete growing up. I mean, did that kind of get you interested in the fitness aspect of it as well at all?
1: Yes, I believe so. I mean, I was definitely making little meal plans um, for my team and trying to think of, you know, I was like, did you know this about blueberries? And we should be eating blueberries (laughs) before we swim, like little things like that. Um, I think too, you probably recognize this as well. It's like working together Um, in a team aspect, it's bigger than you. So for me, I look at training, and it's bigger than just wanting stronger biceps. It's like wanting a better life. So it's always like looking at it as more of a puzzle. And Mm -hmm. I was
0: so active, you know, until I was about 18 or 19. Yeah. And you're a synchronized swimmer. I don't think we've mentioned that yet. But like, yeah, you you did (laughs) synchronized swimming.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it, you know, truly does not get the um, recognition it should because it was my life like yes yeah. of course I went to school but school for me was like B and swimming was A like yeah we swam every day and on the weekends it was like seven hours a day and then what was awesome was that our coach did such a good job of making us familiar with performing that she would we would open any pool in Sacramento like if a new gym was opening we would yeah. go and we would swim and we'd perform So it really was, um, my life. And so Mm -hmm. I think when I stopped coaching and I stopped swimming and then I just had to party in college, it was
0: such a big life change. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. It was, it was a little sad. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, because I mean, with swimming and water polo, I was doing something year round, you know, I was playing water polo most of the year and swimming during that season in high school. And, uh, you know, I was not like a state qualifying swimmer, but like you're still practicing just as much yeah. as everyone else. And, uh, and then when I, when college hit and it was done, I was like, you mean I have to choose when to work out? Right. Like, right. huh? How do I yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Which cle- yeah. clearly is, uh, you know, was a struggle for like a long time. Um, mm-hmm. but, Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So you started your business slowly, Mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah. It was
1: also, it was also a different time for the economy, which is really interesting because this was like 2009, um, Mm
0: -hmm. beginning
1: of 2010, right? So a lot of people were really struggling. I remember that was the first time around where California as a state had furloughs for state employees. Like, people really could not afford one-on-one training. So my bootcamp class was 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. with like yeah. 16 to 20 people per class. I mean, it was, people really could not afford much more than that. And so yeah. now it's shifted to where a lot of people like the one-on-one training. Um, but of course there are still people that love the class style as well. Right? But yeah, so I mean, it's just different how much it's changed. And even, I mean, let's talk about when I started training I would promote because this is what we all thought like you have to eat every two hours and yeah. you can only have 25 grams of protein at each meal because your body simply cannot digest more like all of these myths that we would tell ourselves from like fitness magazine you know but it's just yes. nutrition is ever evolving we learn more and more every day so it's just so funny how it's changed
0: oh absolutely and that ties perfectly into the next question <laughs> perfect because what, what is one or what are some of the biggest mix- misconceptions about fitness and nutrition that you see, um, in your business with your clients and on social media? And I know you have thoughts. <laughs> I have many thoughts. You have um, so many thoughts. So I think people really
1: overcomplicate how to quote unquote, be healthy. Um, mm-hmm. they on Instagram, especially there's no balance. There are so many trainers out there that show you their meals every single day. And there's no change. There's no variety. There's no taking a break on vacation. You, that's literally called vacation. Like I do not need to pack resistance bands in my suitcase to feel like I am a healthy person. I mean, sometimes I do that. Sure. But and I love to run on vacation, like finding a new spot to run on the beach is like, you know, heaven. But
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think that we have we have taken on this burden that we have to grind 99% of the time or we are not a healthy person. And I think being healthy means eating a churro at Disneyland and coming Amen. home and, and drinking plenty of water and getting sleep and going back to your workout and lifting heavy. Um, so I do find that that is our biggest misconception and we make it so difficult for any normal regular person to understand nutrition, so now apples are bad, um, bananas are bad; um,
0: they're too sugary Cause of, cause or whatever. Because ca- carbs or what? Something, yes, right? because of carbs. Yeah. So,
1: what's a healthier alternative? Let's put cream cheese on bacon, and that is somehow <laughs> more, you know, socially acceptable these days. than I mean, I've had I've, ha- yeah. I've had family members look at me whipping out a banana and being like, "What are you eating?" I'm just like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> a um, banana." Yeah, I'm eating something natural from the earth. So I try to really, especially with COVID, sorry if I'm going a little off track, but I have a client who was like, oh my God, I feel so terrible last night. I just really wanted pasta. And I made myself a single serving of pasta. She's like, I just feel so guilty. I'm like, listen to what you just said. You wanted something that your body or your mind, because in COVID we need something that's comforting, was telling you it needed it maybe needed extra carbs and that's okay and you made yourself a single serving you listened to what you should do in any normal situation and you made yourself something to make yourself feel a little bit better and so i think it's just this perfectionism that we feel we have to do and only certain foods will help us lose weight um and so it just makes me sad a little bit
0: (laughs) yeah and i mean yeah absolutely and it feels like there's an all or nothing attitude like you you have to work out seven days a week or and eat healthy 100 percent of the time or you're never gonna lose weight and um i remember when we first started working with you because i made will come with me in case you know in case you were like one of the people who was all or nothing basically (laughs) um And and it's funny when you said you like you watch The Biggest Loser and like um and talking about Jillian Michaels and stuff and I remember I well Jillian Michaels like really evolved on TV Mm -hmm. I feel like but like where she started that was like the opposite of what I wanted when I was looking for a trainer I was like I want someone who's going to be real and who's going to help me um but like nicely you know yeah and I think I think Jillian Michaels got there eventually but. (laughs) But I remember when we'd only been working with you for like a month or two and my parents were coming to town and we, and I said like, Hey, my, you know, my parents are coming, where should we go for brunch? And you told us where to go. And you were like, you have to get the French toast. It is life-changing. And you're like, there's cinnamon whipped cream and this and that. And it was at that moment, I've told you this before, that moment was like, she's my trainer. The end. (laughs) Like, We're good. Because I love that it was about balance. Like, have fun. Enjoy yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to live. And yes. my my theory is that, you know, all of us have talents in the world. You're a great personal trainer. I'm a photographer. There are people that go to school for years and train specifically to make delicious food. And I think <laughs> that it is insulting to them if I do not try their food sometimes.
1: Absolutely. How insulting to go to Tower Cafe, which if you're ever in Sacramento has the best French toast ever and be like, I would like a side of scrambled egg whites, no oil.
0: I mean, that is just not living your life. No, get, <laughs> seriously, get the French toast. It's unreal.
1: Yeah, you know, and like, here, here's the thing too. So let's say you, you did want to stay on track. Go yeah. to get French toast, get a side of scrambled eggs and split the French toast four ways because by the way, it's ginormous. So you will still really get, is. you know, yeah. a good healthy portion. You can, you know, Be both. You can do both and still feel okay. And you also don't have to feel guilty if you decide you want to eat that whole French toast yourself. That's okay. But one meal is not going to you know, ruin your progress, just like one healthy meal out of 10 bad ones is not going to really help you. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that that's what I love most about your approach to fitness and nutrition is that it is so holistic you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's not just about working out it's about getting sleep it's about Mm -hmm. resting your body you know like you've told me hey take another rest day Mm -hmm. like if you feel like your body is telling you to rest um you know it's about listening to your own body cues as opposed Mm -hmm. to just trying to achieve some unrealistic goal i think
1: what oh go ahead (laughs)
0: No, well, I don't, maybe this ties in, but what I've heard you say time and time again on Instagram and, and, and in real life is that, um, you know, our bodies were not meant to be dieting Mm -hmm. forever.
1: Yes. So, you know, this is the thing. And I used to do this too, when I was first starting out. You think if you take a day off that you are ruining your progress, um, that you have to be running your body into the ground to build muscle and to make some fat loss changes. The thing is guys, without sleep and without rest, your muscles will never repair themselves. It's literally building blocks, like think about Legos. And if you're never giving your body another Lego to to make the castle taller, um, it just won't happen. So what will happen is you will eventually just tear down muscle mass because you're not recovering by eating and resting and sleeping and doing all of the things that your body is desperately telling you to do. Um, You know, being sore after a workout happens, of course, but it doesn't, it's not a good indicator of the best workout every single time. Like you will be sore if you squatted heavier than you've done before, of course. But if you're working out just to get this burn and this sensation of can't, you can't walk up the stairs every single time you work out, you're not really going to see the results that you want and you're just going to be inflamed basically all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's such good advice. I love the the Lego metaphor. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's
1: <laughs> it's, it's so good, good
0: though. No, it's really yeah. good. So, going kind of going off of that, what are some sort of unexpected for the you know, for us non-trainers? What are some unexpected measures of good health and fitness that we should be paying more attention to?
1: So, okay. This is such a great question, because I'm sure if any of us, myself included, were to actually think about that question, our first instinct is always to say, the scale, like I lost five pounds,
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: but some really good measures of health, you guys, is sleeping seven to eight hours every night um, without waking up to go to the bathroom or without waking up at 3 a.m., not understanding why you're awake, and then going back to sleep. That's a whole other, you know, can of worms, (laughs) but um, if you... Oh, and then also digestion. I know I've talked about this many times, but you need to be going to the bathroom at least once a day, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, a report um, your period. Everyone says that your report card is your period. So, um, you know, things like that. If you're losing your period, if you tend to spot instead of getting a period, if your ovulation is off, whether or not you want a baby tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. those are signs that, you know, your body's first instinct is going to kick off fertility like that's going to be taken out of the equation. So if your period is off and you're not eating enough and you're not sleeping well, um that's showing you hey, something's going on hormonally that's going to affect how you break down fat and how you gain muscle and how you're working out and it's just kind of a domino effect. So a lot of times I hate telling people this because they always don't want to believe me. A lot of times you need to scale back the exercise and you need to yeah. add in a little bit more food and take care of those things first
0: which is so so <laughs> counterintuitive like right. like for you to say you need to not exercise as much and you need to eat more i mean how many decades have we been told the exact opposite Like there's Mm -hmm. so much learning that we have to do. Yes, and and so like, what types of things should we be eating more of? Oh, oh, geez. I mean, I could give (laughs) you. I I know. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) No,
1: no, you're fine. Um, So I, people are going to hate this answer because I'm sure they've heard me say it a million times things that are really good for your gut and for your body. So bone broth, variety of fruits and vegetables, because if we're eating the same thing every day, our gut is not getting that different, um, bacteria in there and making your body really, um, efficient in digestion. Um, and honestly carbs, I mean, people okay so myself included i'm like i eat 200 carbs a day like i should get some sort of prize that's really not that much food and when you're eating things like sweet potatoes and quinoa you're getting a lot of fiber so all these Mm -hmm. people that say carbohydrates are bad for you well where's your fiber coming from then there's no digestion and then it's this whole big spiral um i think we need to be eating more of anything that just comes from the ground you need to eat more of it. Um, yeah, with one ingredient, you know, and so I that that goes back to the banana thing. I mean, think about it. What's better for you, a low carb protein bar or a banana? Like a banana, probably, <laughs> probably the
0: banana. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. I love that, and um, and you know, pot like pasta is so good. <laughs> So you know, good. it has its place. Like I might it come really on, does. <laughs> and like,
1: I mean, nowadays you can get red lentil pasta that has mm-hmm. tons of protein and lots of fiber. Seen,
0: like black bean pasta, even. I yes. know Trader Joe's has some of that too.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, to go off of the eating less mentality, here's the thing. So a lot of women come to me; they're eating like 1,300 calories, which I could go on for an hour about how that's terrible, and. <laughs> they're doing five days of cardio plus lifting. Well, here's the problem. So let's say in two months you want to go to Hawaii and you want to diet down and you want to get maybe a little bit smaller in your bikini, whatever. Mm -hmm. Where am I going to take you from 1300 calories? Where, where can I, can I go to 1100 calories? What my one year, you know, a one year old would eat and possibly take away your period and make you feel like crap. No, so what I'm gonna have to do is probably build you back up to 18 to 1900 calories. And mm-hmm. then when you're ready, then we can go down to 17, and then you'll see some your weight loss happen on a bigger amount of calories. And I always say this, dieting is a privilege. Not everyone gets to diet 365 days a year, or you should not yeah. be doing that also. But you need to have sleep, proper nutrition, all of these things need to fall in line before you get to diet. And that's what
0: I tell my yeah. clients. I have
1: not told you yet that you can be in a deficit. You have yeah. to eat more.
0: So yeah, because because what I love is that your approach is about health, true mm-hmm. health, and not a size. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um. So kind of. So <laughs> to, to go from there, does this <laughs> this is this is really the big question? And you briefly hit on it earlier, but I want to just ask it as a as a full on question. Does the number on the scale actually matter?
1: So it always these questions always can be a yes and a no. Um, Right. For someone that has 150 pounds to lose, of course, the scale will matter to them. But mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm talking okay, well, we'll use you as an example. I'm not, of course, sure. going to say anything too personal. <laughs> but um,
0: you, I mean, you know how much I weigh, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> well, okay, or even myself. I'm 5'8". Um, the mentality that women, all women, need to be 125 pounds is absolutely insane because yeah. we are all different shapes, sizes. We have organs in our mm-hmm. body, just like men do, and <laughs> we weigh more than 120 pounds. Um, and here's the thing that can affect the scale. So the time of your month, I normally just tell my female clients, just weigh yourself on maybe the day after your period has ended once a month. Mm-hmm. If you really just kind of want to see where you're at, yeah. um, sore muscles will make you gain more weight. If you had a little bit more sodium, if you didn't go to the bathroom the day before, um, if you yep. did not sleep, if you've had alcohol, things like that cause inflammation, which is a normal stress response in your body. That just make you weigh more and it does not mean you've gained fat if you go to disneyland Uh for three days and you go hog wild and have all the beignets i guarantee you did not gain 10 pounds of fat you probably gained five pounds of water and you walked for 20 miles a day and in a week of going back to your normal routine and walking and and meditating whatever you're gonna be back to your original weight so it truly does not matter for the most part. And yeah. it's just one of the, the tools I use with my clients. I use measurements mm-hmm. and pictures because a lot of times Love women... That. Yeah, because you can yes. be two, two bodies can weigh the exact same and be the same frame. Mm-hmm. And one can have a lot more muscle mass um, than the other. And one could be a different size. It's just all really relative to your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... I mean, we can definitely use me as an example, but like when I first started or after I had Charlie, um, pretty soon after that, you made a macro plan for me where you had me, um, eating, you know, a specific number of protein, carbs, and fats to help, you know, with some weight loss, but also keep my supply up when I was breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and make sure that I was like staying as healthy as possible. Mm Um, and to tell you the truth i don't weigh very much less now two years later
1: mm-hmm.
0: than i did then mm-hmm. but like i feel different
1: yeah you and know, you like, know like, here's like my whole the thing
0: oh go ahead oh i just like my you know because workouts are different and mm-hmm. i feel like you know you've you've encouraged me to lift heavier and to um you know, my whole exercise routine has totally changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm so it's, you know, I don't feel like the number on the scale is like my personal best measurement for where I'm at health wise.
1: So but here's the thing with you, at least for me, in my mind, and our in our two year plan to get you across that marathon
0: <laughs> finish yes. line.
1: This year, in my mind for you, is about eating more food and building more muscle because, guys, the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn at rest. And I don't want Kathleen to go into a workout and be so drained because she's in a deficit for so long that she can't pick up a heavier dumbbell and do a really good job squatting and feel weak after she's done working out. So when you think about your diet and health goals or whatever, you need to think of it in a long term. Kathleen wants to run a full marathon, and she, I believe, wants to run forty eight point six miles. I do. Which... That's it's,
0: it's still a, it's still a goal. It, that's, yes, that's what that's what keeps me on my current running schedule. Yes. is like just building consistency for that eventual totally. goal.
1: So why would I have you diet and run and lift and possibly injure yourself now and then while we're at mile 20 i'm having mm-hmm. to have uh, have my friend say oh no like my knee is just shredded no we're going to protect you now so that way you can yeah. get there later and it's all about that long goal so i might have gotten totally off topic but i think <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. i think with you my goal is to each to get you to eat as much food as possible gain some muscle and then mm-hmm. let's say, you know, you want to go on a, like a little girl's trip and for eight weeks you want to scale back your calories a little bit, That's then that's great. Then you're in a great healthy place to do that. And then you'll notice that you, when we come off of that deficit and we reverse you back up a little bit, you might be able to stay at that smaller size eating a lot more than you were even before.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You see, you see, I had to throw in there the marathon. I always
0: do. Have oh, absolutely. Do <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like you're just going to keep mentioning it and then you're going to feel like, well, you've mentioned it too many times. It's you like a mind yes Too many times. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, like it, it is a goal because, you know, I, I ran my one and only half marathon was with you in Disneyland and we did the 10 K and then the half. And, and so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I know I can at least do that. And like throwing in a 5k when you're already doing a half and a 10k is like, you know, that's negligible in terms of miles. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's really just adding the full and, (laughs) and like, if I'm going to run a full marathon, because it, you know, I mean, I grew up in Chicago, like the Chicago marathon is obviously really big. It was never my goal to, like, run a marathon. Like, that's not something that I said growing up. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> but over the last... Even when we, when I ran the half, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, a half was great. <laughs> um, But I guess it's been, like, over the last few years, I've just realized, you know, like, with, as with everything, your mindset shifts. Mm-hmm. And I've seen myself over the last year... um. I am getting to do boot camp three days a week and not having to trade off with Will. And like, so I get to lift more. I get to, I, you know, we got the bike. I've been doing more cardio. And I've just said to myself, like, what an amazing, like, personal goal it would be to mm-hmm. run a marathon. And if I'm going to run one, <laughs> it is sure as heck not going to be the CIM one in Sacramento. <laughs> it is not. I'm sorry. It is not. I'm going to be running in Disney World mm-hmm. with character stops and castles yep. and like <laughs> Christmas decorations. Yes. Like I'm going to be running <laughs> and just enjoy it. Like it because because for me, it's not about a time. You know, I don't I'm not going to be like Trying to train for Boston or anything like that, like it's Mm -hmm. just to it's just to know that personally I can do it, right? And so I might as well have some real fun while I'm at it, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean that was like doing the half in Disneyland was so fun. Oh my gosh! It was it was also exhausting, but it was very fun.
1: I would say that is the hardest part of the Dopey Challenge is waking up at two a.m. That's probably yeah.
0: I try. I, I try to forget that. Yes, when we'll you, forget it when you post. When you post about it, I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. it's fine. It's
1: totally fine. It's totally normal, natural to be awake <laughs> at 11, 8, eleven p.m. our time, right? And run a marathon. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I just keep thinking about the afterwards where we can like yes, walk around absolutely. the parks and have fun and all that sort of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, that's that's the best and. This is like a total side note and has nothing to do with <laughs> new, well with like what we're talking about but going to Disney with somebody who knows the parks is absolutely a different experience. Let me tell you <laughs> because we had never been to Disneyland before and I hadn't been to Disney World since 3rd grade. And so going to, which I still haven't for the record so that'll be a really fun experience <laughs> but going to Disneyland with you and your family it i like didn't have to do anything i was like this is great <laughs> like see, they just i see know they know where to go they know what food i need to eat like we need to get we need to get like a stuffed what was the potatoes that was like the first thing oh, we yeah. ate yeah i don't know what they were but oh they were the like, big
1: baked potatoes
0: oh, yes the big yes. baked potatoes with like all the so things in them good.
1: yes i mean i yeah. already know like I've already planned it out how this is going to go for you. So don't <laughs> worry. I already have your snacks like for during the race planned, perfect. what you need to lay out the morning of. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> this is perfect. I'm so happy. I'm just, <laughs> I, I just need to do the, do the the work to get to train there, to yeah. get there. Um, but I'm doing it. And, and you gave me some very manageable goals with running because you didn't say you need to go run a marathon right now you Mm -hmm. said just stay consistent do Mm -hmm. three to four mile runs a couple times a week Mm -hmm. like like one to two to get your body used to running again and then we work off of Um, that
1: anything I would get that is my number one piece of advice for anyone who want who struggles with consistency of wanting to run a longer race, you need to make a date with yourself twice a week to do three miles. I'm telling you, those three-mile runs are everything you need to keep you consistent because they just give you that fuel to keep going. Um, And I think, too, people hate running because they only run one mile. And I really don't like running until I hit about three miles. So getting yourself to that point twice a week of like, oh, I have to do this again it really helps you start, uh, you know, adding on the mileage as you get further down your training.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've noticed that, that like, I I don't like my first mile mm-hmm. almost ever. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, on, on occasion, I'm like listening to a good soundtrack and I'm like, yes, greatest showman, I can, <laughs> I can run to this. But most of the time, it's when I hit like two, two and a half, where I actually feel like I can somehow pick it up and like Mm -hmm. my form gets better. I don't know what, what the science is behind that, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about what coaches and trainers can do, because like you said, you have, you've been planning out my, my Disney trip. Um, (laughs) but in terms of like, you know, what I need to eat and that sort of thing. Um, and for the record, This is like just for the trip. Like Kristen does not monitor every (laughs) food that I eat every day of the week. Um, Like she knows I eat ice cream. She knows I eat chocolate. Uh, She actually put chocolate into my macro plan. So get get yourself, get yourself a coach who does that. Um, But what can talking to or working with a trainer or coach do that you can't do alone?
1: So basically on the surface it's more support for everything i think that when we look at our own lives we can't sometimes we can't find the missing pieces and it feels very overwhelming so i think when you have an outsider who is there only to see you succeed mm-hmm. you can have someone be like hey you know what you do need to rest tomorrow or maybe we need to work on strengthening your knees before we move on to something else. Whereas if you're just going to the gym and you're like, oh, I have to squat today. I have to do this. I'm overwhelmed. You kind of tend to be your worst enemy because you're going to tell yourself to, to keep going or to push when maybe you shouldn't. Um, And then a coach is great when you do need to get that little extra push, you know, maybe it is nice Mm -hmm. for you to have someone waiting for you and like counting your time and being like, listen, you paid for this session, you better show up. Um, And then I also think with the nutrition aspect too, it's someone saying, hey, you know, you're not really getting in a lot of fiber, you're getting in a lot of like quicker foods that maybe aren't serving you long term. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do think it always is an investment in yourself. Um I have so many clients yes. that say that. Love that. Love yeah, that. I mean I just think that it's such an honor when I have clients who tell me that repeatedly because people are like, "Oh, you have a trainer." And she my I have this one girl <laughs> who like talks about this all the time. She's like, "Yeah, I I invest in my myself, my care. Like that's yeah. what I find important." And so for her it's not about getting a $5 latte every day, it's about putting money into her health.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I, that's that's such a great way to put it because we do need to invest in ourselves in whatever way mm-hmm. we choose to do that you know right. and and some people are very self-motivated um, I am NOT one of them mm-hmm. I yeah. really I am very not one of them I feel like I'm getting better but um, yes I love that and I love that you're there not just to tell people to go harder which you do do sometimes mm-hmm. you know I mean when we were working out in person, and even sometimes when you see me over Zoom, you're like, mm, "But can you lift a heavier weight? <laughs> Do you have a heavier one there? Can you try that?" <laughs> um, uh, you're absolutely there for that, and to you know get us, me, Will, anybody to the next level. But you're also there to say, like, you need to to chill for a day. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you've done a lot and your body needs that day to build the muscle. And I I love that it's not it's not just one thing. Yeah. It's it's all of it. I mean, and you I have had... such a great relationship with your clients. Like it's not just a you see them for an hour twice a week and then you leave.
1: Truly. Yeah. I mean, that is one thing I'm lucky with is that I really consider everyone a big part of my life that I do train. And there have been plenty of times where clients have showed up to a session and I can see it in their face or I can see the tears in their eyes that they've had a really, really hard day or they're going through something in their life. And there are days where we just go on a walk and then we'll come Mm -hmm. back and we'll do some yoga or something like that. Um, It is not always about telling your client to do burpees and push harder. Sometimes they just need... They need someone to tell their body to calm the
0: f down sometimes. yeah yeah which is which i it's i love that it's just oh it's so valuable it's really yeah. really valuable yeah um okay so what are you excited about this year as you continue to pivot your business
1: um so Due to COVID, I've been doing a lot of my work online and I would love to serve more people. So I just started, well, in April 1st, it starts um, called Move Strong. Um, And it's basically on a platform, on a website where I'm writing all of your workouts and then you get to do them at your own, you know, whatever schedule works best for you. You can submit videos of you doing squats or whatever the exercise might be, and I could give you some feedback. Um, But basically, I'm just more excited to reach more people and to spread the word that I do feel that there are a lot of people doing now of um, proper female health and digestion and things like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited to see where this online coaching could go because it's a more affordable route for a lot of people which might be nice um so move strong is 59 dollars a month so it's 16 workouts per month and what like what kathleen was saying where i'm like hey maybe you could pick up a heavier weight (laughs) um (laughs) that focus is more on lifting more each time either in weight size or in volume so really growing muscle and yeah that's basically uh what we'll be doing with that program
0: that's so exciting. And I love that you offer different programs, um, whether it be you know the one-on-one training, which you can do from anywhere because mm-hmm. you can do it via Zoom. Uh, and you have this other program. You've really made health accessible to people, which is so important. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's been really fun. Actually, I have a, a Zoom session once a week with a girl who is here in Sacramento. And then her sister is in New York. So we call it sister, sister time. And Aww. it's so much fun. And they love it because they get to like see their sister for an hour working yeah. out. And we like joke around and talk about movies. And um, so yeah, so Zoom has been really awesome in that way. I wish I would have thought it thought about it before COVID, <laughs> but you know.
0: I feel, I feel like no one really thought about Zoom right. too much before COVID. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zoom, I know. So we should have bought stock in Zoom like a year and a
1: half ago Uh,
0: if only yeah I know hindsight's 2020 Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just yeah oh god 2020 that's yeah (laughs) um oh 2020 the year we thought that everything was gonna be it was like such a great year 2020 you know (laughs) it only comes like once in a thousand years we get a year like that and and, (laughs) yeah and we got we got our 2020 yes we did oh, that's all right maybe 30 30 will be better <laughs> um okay we can't leave here without talking about the jewelry business that you and i actually own together <laughs> because we do <laughs> um so how so has developing and growing that business changed your run fit mama business at all Sure, I think that it has in the way where you and I like to do lives,
1: and I was kind of like, huh, I guess I could do that. The only live I did on my Renfit Mama Instagram before, before you and I started our jewelry, was when I went uh-huh. to go see one of the Real Housewives do her cabaret, and decided, <laughs> hey, I,
0: I should I'm gonna live stream. This. I should
1: click this live button because <laughs> who else would love to see Countess Luann singing cabaret? But because you and I, we started doing lives together for the jewelry business, Uh I was like, wow, this is really fun, actually. And so then I started interviewing other trainers or other runners on my um, Instagram account and saving those. So that's been pretty fun. I think it's just kind of encouraged me to be a little bit more social on social media, even though truly, I mean, who has the time all the time to do that? I mean, I don't know. It's so much work, but yeah um but yeah so i think in that way it really has made me like get your face out there a little bit more try to Mm -hmm. speak your truth a little bit more (laughs) yeah so that's been great
0: for that and you've really done that you i mean your your lives are extremely informative um and they're they're fun to watch i i like to i like to stalk the comments it's fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) And by do and by stock the comments, I mean, I like to just write a lot of comments. Oh, I love
1: that though. I love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So before we go, I have to ask you what is your ideal cozy day? And we talk a lot about how coziness is not about just like sitting on the couch watching movies, Mm -hmm. although that would absolutely be a part Mm -hmm. of my cozy day. (laughs) Um, But what would your total cozy day be?
1: Okay, I have two. Okay. <laughs> One of them <laughs> is kind of what you just mentioned. But it has to be like a gloomy day, as I love. I love gloomy yes. weather, like I'm mm-hmm. a vampire. Um, yes. It has to be <laughs> raining. It has to be right before my very first sip of the day of coffee, because that is the best sip of the day. And I need to be still in pajamas, on the couch, watching Real Housewives. And then like the Christmas tree is perfectly lit. And uh-huh. then I'm just about to take my sip of coffee. That for me is like full bliss. Um, my other
0: love. What would you, but that, but that's like one moment. What would you do the rest oh, of the day? Oh, the rest of the day. Oh, like a whole, if you had a whole oh, day. Well, like that's wonderful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Definitely a really long shower where I can listen to a podcast. Um, Perfect. A walk where I can also listen to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like make some really good food. I love when Ryan makes polenta. So maybe I'd have him make Ooh. that. And just maybe watch some Christmas movies with the kids. And just one of those days where nothing really happens, but
0: magically no one wants to like get off the couch for a while. I love those yeah. kind of days. Yeah. Um, I love that. And and I love that it's at Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Because nothing is better yeah. than like the Christmas tree just like right in your eyesight, you know, all the, all the uh-huh. time. Um, the other, so I love when we go to Disney world, we go for a much longer time than land and we'll go Mm -hmm. for like 10 days. We usually around day four or five don't do anything. And those days to me are some of my favorite because (laughs) there's something called resort TV where they just play the hours that the parks are open, but it's like over music and you can find it on YouTube, by the way, it's called resort TV. (laughs) And sometimes I just play it while we're cleaning. And we just like lay in bed and eat Mickey waffles and be silly and just like have the blackout curtains drawn and pretend like the world does not exist. But I love those days again where we're just kind of doing nothing. And I think for me, for me, being cozy is like sounds and like food and I feel, I guess, so like pajamas.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. All of it. Yes. No, it's 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 Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Smells—that's so something that too. that's that's something that no one has mentioned yet. But that's a that's a huge part of being cozy.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's like you know your mom making breakfast or like coffee, like that kind of smell is definitely puts you in it. It definitely like de-stresses
0: you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or like Christmas cookies baking yes. or yes, something. Yes. really anything baking or bread baking. <laughs> oh yes just baking in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like an apple pie candle somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just like stick a candle in an apple pie, basically. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a birthday candle in an apple pie. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Ooh. Or have you even had, have you done the thing at Christmas? This is really off topic, but um, <laughs> where you just like boil a pot and simmer you know, a whole, like whole cinnamon sticks and cloves and oranges. Have you done
1: that? So I have not done that, but I've pinned it several times on Pinterest. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because if, because if you want some cozy smells, that is like yes, Christmas. That great. That's just like brewing Christmas, right? You know there. what
1: you could do? So you get a crock pot and you make steel cut oats with like um, unsweetened cocoa powder and vanilla and some brown sugar and you make like oats. That to me, that smell—it's like hot chocolate cookies or something. That's Ooh, another
0: <laughs> that does subtle sm- smell. That does sound really good. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that does smell it. and also delicious. Yes, it is very good. Yeah, I I add vanilla to my oatmeal when I eat it, and oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's like just like a drop of vanilla and a little bit of brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Change it, changes the game.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, Kristen, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on and talking. It's been absolutely wonderful to be able to have this conversation with you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. This is fun.
0: You're welcome. So tell (laughs) everybody where they can find you.
1: So I'm on Instagram at runfitmama, all just one word. And then my website is runfitmama.net
0: um I tend to do more
1: on my Instagram than my website but um yeah and then hopefully soon starting a podcast which of course Kathleen you of course will be one of the first guests um oh, thank you but yeah so for right now I'm mostly on Instagram and you can ask me any question anytime and I will hopefully get back to you very shortly
0: <laughs> yeah she's very good about uh DMs on Instagram yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh well th- Perfect. I am I hope everyone goes to find you and just absorbs all of your wealth of knowledge because you have so much. Thank you. That's so sweet. Oh, well, that's the truth. So I hope everyone goes to find you on your various platforms and just absorbs all of your wealth of knowledge. And I will see everybody else back here next time for another episode of the Curating Cozy podcast. Bye.